You're listening to Vet Candy. Hey, all. This is Dr. Jill Lopez. You may know me as the founder of Vet Candy, but do you know why I started Vet Candy? Simply put, it's because of people like you. I love that in our profession, there's always somebody new to meet. I'm really passionate about meeting new people and sharing their stories. And I consider myself fortunate to work in a field that is full of the coolest people on the planet. And that's why I created 21 Questions to share their stories. With 21 Questions, we take a deep dive into interesting stories and topics. We talk with others in a free-formed, wide-open, relaxed conversation to not only have some laughs, but maybe to inspire some people along the way. Are you ready to get started? I am. Let's go. I'm so excited to introduce you today, my exciting guest on the show. And I feel very intimidated because she has a very successful podcast. And I don't want her to think that we're a bunch of losers. So welcome to the show, Kiana Beeman. Oh, thanks for having me. (laughs) I'm so excited. I listened to your show. I heard our mutual friend, Keisha was on there and she sent it to me and I thought that's such a cute little podcast it was so cute not a little I don't want to say it's a little podcast but so cute oh no it's it's exciting (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) so you are an LVT you have LVTs in Virginia you don't have RVTs or CVTs no no just LVTs Okay. So that's, that's so confusing. What do you think about this new thing where they're going to have like physician assistants for veterinarians? Are you for that or against that as an LVT? I'm definitely open to it. Aren't you guys already? (laughs) We pretty much are. I think it depends on what's going to go into it. It seems like there's more stuff we can do. But hopefully it comes with more pay because that's the other thing. <laughs> yeah, the thing is like they're they're creating this other level, but they already have a whole bunch of people that are trained and they're certified that they could just pay more and give them more responsibilities because they're already making them tons of money, right? The vet techs are making, I mean, they're making all the money for the vets, really, right? Yes, preach it to the choir, yes. <laughs> that was like a big thing for, I guess, the last presidential campaign for the AVMA. Yeah, the AVMA presidential election, They there was someone who was talking about doing the physician's assistant. It's like a slap in the face to vet techs, I feel like. It's just going to be interesting to see what comes out of it because, I mean, it's kind of like you're using another title. And I think that we already have separation issues in the field as it is. And we'll see what th- what happens with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was confused about that. And I was just speaking actually to someone who is pro- like in Colorado. They're very divided on the VCPR. And so some people are you have to have it in person. And some people are, you can do it on virtual care. And then at the same time, they're talking about the physician's assistant role. They think that that's going to help solve the problem. But at the same time, they were telling me that they can't even get vet techs to work there. So the reason why you guys are leaving is because the pay is not good, right? And I mean, there's a lot of people that don't utilize their vet techs, right? Right. And that's, I'm like, they just need to listen to my podcast at this point. Maybe I just need to send it to them like this. This is why people are leaving their field. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to play out. But I mean, on the human side, they do have physician's assistants and they work fine. And But nurses on the human side are getting paid really well, whereas veterinary technicians and nurses don't, although the practices are getting a lot of money. 
it'll be interesting to see what it comes to because I mean there's only three things as rather if you're CBT, RBT, LBT, there's only three things that we can't do. And that's prescribe medication, diagnose and do surgery. Other than that, I mean we can do pretty much anything else. So it's kind of like, so what else is there <laughs> that you're gonna step a, a title on? Yeah. And then they were saying that the physician's assistant could prescribe some things and they could do some surgeries. There's so much noise on one side and so much noise on the other. And I, I you know, I don't know how there's like common sense in the middle. And I don't know when they're going to reach that. That's the thing. Like, when do we reach the common sense? I don't know. This year, there's a lot of stuff heating up. We do a lot of news shows and like every day there's something going on in the in the legal aspect of it, like the political aspect of it. So I think there's going to be some crazy changes this year. You just got to, you know, keep an eye out for it. Yeah, honestly, a lot of companies, too, are kind of doing a lot of those things. But under the belt where I work for a company where we kind of were acting as that they wanted us to start seeing actual appointments, but healthy, quote unquote, appointments. So. As long as it's a healthy pet, we could technically see it. Even though they're here for a healthy visit, what if they have an issue? You still have to see it. So what's the point of that? So there was it was their way of trying to bring in more patients and have the doctors see sick patients, but it just wasn't working because we don't get compensation off of that. We don't get better pay off of that. So it's like, well, why am I doing this? <laughs> they work harder. I mean, I'm not sure what they pay in Virginia, but I was I was in Texas once and, and the vet techs were, they're making money for that practice and they were getting paid $9 an hour. And I was driving around and at Whataburger, they paid $15 an hour. Yeah, it's not too far off. I think the lowest I've seen is 18. And honestly, what's sad is that they don't look at your, like how much experience you have. They look at how long you've been licensed, which sucks because it's kind of like I've been practicing as a tech. I just didn't have my certification because I was still in school. So you can have all this experience and you still get paid $18 an hour versus getting paid a little bit higher because you have all of that experience. So they kind of cheat the system a little bit. So you kind of have to figure out how to fight, really fight for what you want. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to like, I mean, I know you have some groups and stuff. You got to stick up for yourself. You got to stick up for yourself. Did you hear about the practices in Seattle that are that are co-op? So everybody owns the practice that works there? What? No, I did not hear about that. Oh, I was trying to get Keisha to start one in New York. You should start one in Virginia and you could be the owner. Like everybody has a voice at the table. Everybody shares the profit. I feel like that's the future. You know, it's funny. A lot of me, me and my friends have talked about that. You know, we're just like, we just need a doctor to like, you know, run it to like, you know, at least establish it. And we go and just put our money in it, get a loan or something. Yeah, you can get a loan. They're giving out money like crazy. Yeah, you just got to get a vet. You got to get a vet and you can start your own practice. You don't even have to go co-op. You can be the owner. In Connecticut, you don't even have to be a veterinarian, veterinary technician or anything to own a practice here. You don't have to. You just have to have a heartbeat and get funding. Maybe this year, you and Keisha can start your own practices. Yeah, like, what you, like we, we talk a lot too. So it's like, hey girl, what you out there doing? So... Because I told her, I said, maybe I need to go in New York and see what they're doing up there. Because, you know, I was telling her a lot of hospitals in our area, especially emergencies, are not really open. So we're seeing a lot of those sick cases and like GPs and all that. We're like, where are they going to go? So, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it's hard everywhere. Like everywhere, it's hard. So are you ready to play the game? I am ready. Yes. (laughs) 
Okay, so this is 21 questions, and I'm going to ask you some random questions, and you can think about it if you want, or you can tell me what's on the top of your head. Anything goes. Ready? Okay, ready. Okay, first question. If you could go into a time machine and you could go anywhere in the future or the past, where would you go and why? Okay, so I've always said this. If I could, I think I would go back in time when Rosa Parks was alive or Harriet Tubman and just like really sit down and talk to them like, what made you do this? They were leaders and it's one of those things. What made you just snap and say, all right, this is enough. This is what's going to happen. This is what I'm going to do. And it's kind of inspiring, I guess, because I wish I could stop thinking all the time and just do it. So yeah, I would love to do that. Okay, hold it right there. Let's take a break and go to our sponsor and we'll come right back and finish this conversation. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Vet Candy makes learning fun with the most exciting experts on the planet. Become a Vet Candy member for exclusive access to our library of more than 100 studio qualities and race approved videos taped in 4K. Say hello to streaming and goodbye to boring webinars with us. Plus, members can connect with specialists and licensed mental health care experts on our forums and get answers to your burning questions with our knowledge database. You can even create a custom learning plan, keep track of your progress, and track your CE credits all in one spot. Your personalized learning journey starts with us. What are you waiting for? Sign up today at myvetcandy.com. Okay, next question. Who is your celebrity crush? I would have to say Jason Statham. He is just very handsome and just the way he shows up in the movies. And he's like, and just whenever you see him, you know it's about to go down in the movies. And I feel like he's like that in real life. So he's probably my celebrity crush. I have a lot of them, but he's probably my top, I would say top three. <laughs> Next question. What movie could you watch over and over and over again? Do you never get sick of it? I would say Forrest Gump. I actually used to watch that every single day, almost as a kid growing up. And every now and then I still will probably put it on and mom would be like, why are you watching this movie again? Well, I don't know. I just really love it. <laughs> For one of my favorite movies. So yeah, I can watch that over and over again. Oh, uh, that's something when I see it on, I'm like turning it. So what's your favorite scene in Forrest Gump? I feel like when... Forrest met Lieutenant Dan. I feel like that was just, it was like such a weird duo when they first met. And then I think when he finally showed up on the boat, that kind of like made me smile. Like, all right, Forrest really won him over. And you can just tell Lieutenant Dan is kind of like, he's like a butthole, but like Forrest is like, I know how to deal with him. So that's probably one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> yeah, that was such a good movie. It explained a lot of weird things in history and stuff. It did. And then, like, he also stood up for him, like, you know, people would call him slow and stuff. So I'm just like, oh, he does like Forrest. <laughs> I know. I know. People can be so mean. And I think I like people like that, that, you know, that they seem like buttholes, but like they would stick up for anybody. So it's kind of like, you know what? You want my respect, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> they had the restaurant Bubba Shrimp, Bubba Gump Shrimp in New York. I never went to it because I had to feel, I just like, feel like it was just like, too fried. Okay. Next question. Say someone said, I will give you a veterinary clinic and the keys. You're the owner. We have a veterinarian working for you. 
you have to win a karaoke contest, what song would you sing? Oh, that is easy. I would say That's the Way It Is by Celine Dion. That is my favorite karaoke song. And I feel like I, in my opinion, feel like I sing it very well. Would you care to do it right now? I don't know. A little shy now. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Well, if you, you know, if you get warmed up, you can do it later. Next question. If you could have dinner with anybody famous, dead or alive, who would it be? I would just probably just say Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just kind of ask him some questions like, what, what is going on with this world? <laughs> oh, my God. That would be like, that would be a pressure dinner for sure. It'd probably be a little intimidating at first, too. It's like, oh, man, like, what if I slip up a cuss or something or say something back? <laughs> okay, next question. What is the weirdest thing in your closet? Uh-huh. I, you know, I just clean up my closet, too. What's the weirdest thing you found in your closet while you were cleaning it? Honestly, it was like this plastic belt-looking thing. I couldn't tell if it was my daughter's. I couldn't tell if it was like, it, it didn't look like mine. So I didn't know where it came from. So I'm looking at it like, where, what do I do with this? And I decided to just give it away to the thrift store. So yeah, that's probably the weirdest thing. It's like a weird color, like a grayish blue color. Uh, you gave a plastic gray butt to a thrift store? No, it was a, a belt, a belt. Oh, I think you said a plastic butt. <laughs> that's probably the weirdest thing that I think I found because I try not to let stuff just build up in there, but it was just odd because it's not something I would have. So I don't know whose it is. A mystery belt. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite, your most favorite childhood memory? I would say watching Home Alone with my dad. That's probably one of my favorite childhood things I used to do all the time. It was like a tradition almost that we, around the holidays, we would watch Home Alone like all the time. No matter if we re-watched it, already watched it, it was a new one or whatever. We That was like our tradition that we do in our PJs. So have you seen all of the different ones? There's like several. You have? Which one's your favorite? Honestly, I have to go with the first one. This classic. I'd have to go with that one. And it's funny because I had talked to my coworkers about this before. And to know that there was a good handful of people that have not watched Home Alone drove me nuts. And I'm like, how do you not watch a classic Christmas movie? And they're like, they, can't, they couldn't get past the screaming kids. <laughs> So I was like, you know, that's fair, but it's a good movie. You cannot watch that. Yeah, it was such chaos. I watched it like when it came out and then I started watching with my kids. And when you watch it as an adult, you see it differently. Yeah, it's def definitely different. I think probably the only scene, I can't remember if it's the first one or the second one, but the tarantula that was on the guy's face, that I, I couldn't watch it anymore. <laughs> I don't do spiders well. That was amazing. And everyone forgets it was Joe Pesci was in there. Joe Pesci was like the bad guy. Did you know Donald Trump was in Home Alone as well? Yeah, I think he had like a cameo with Ivana. Okay, so next question is, what is your dream job? I know it sounds cliche because I'm kind of already doing it, but I would like to be a tra traveling LBT that develops different hospitals. So like kind of like going to different hospitals and developing their LVTs or CVTs, whatever they may have, and just like helping them develop their skills. So that's probably my dream job, I would say. And you're doing it already? I'm in a way, yes and no, but I ho I'm hoping that it's official this year, <laughs> by the end of the year, yeah. So what's the name for that? So the one that I saw was a developmental coach, but in a way I kind of want to make it my own thing. Like I want it to be like my own little company, I guess. 
uh, or service that I offer. So um, I'm kind of like putting my foot in the door right now with that and working and try to work for a company that does it. But I think that's kind of what we need is somebody to go around, you know, traveling and helping different LBTs to build their skills. So I'm hoping that it grows by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the thing about mentorship is people have been putting out all these like PowerPoint slides about it. And it's like, you can't get mentorship on a PowerPoint slide. You need to be right there physically, right? Exactly. Exactly. I'm a hands-on person. So I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. You have to show me. <laughs> yeah. And just to be there and to build that trust and be in someone's space. I think it's important. Yeah. Next question. You could go on a vacation anywhere in the world. No expenses spared. Your time doesn't start till you get there. You have 24 hours budget out the wall, whatever you want. Where would you go and who would you bring with you? I would go to, well, right now, Jamaica is my number one place that I want to go to. Out of the entire world, Jamaica's like right down the road. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, if I had to choose somewhere else, it would be, my second place would be Alaska. I know, it sounds so bad. But like, I'm, so I'm very simple. Like, I, I know most people say Italy or something, but I'm like a very simple person. So like, just. Or like Bali, like one of those weird exotic places that the Kardashians go. Actually, you know what? Take that back. Take that. Just scratch that. I would say Thailand. I actually was just having this conversation with my best friend. That's who I would go with. I would love to go there because it seems so peaceful. I see so many videos and pictures of Thailand and it just seems so beautiful. I would love to like interact with the elephants and I definitely would go there hands down. All expenses paid. And it seems like it's so healthy. Like the air is going to smell like Tom Yum soup and like mango sticky rice with coconut yeah that sounds good okay good good yeah we got you out of jamaica jamaica's like yeah you can, anybody can go to jamaica <laughs> i know i think it's because it's what i haven't been at the country yet and that's the first place i would like to go to but i'm just now starting to travel so i'm just like where can i go at first but yes thailand would be my my out of out of country place Next question. What's the last show or the series that you've binge watched? I'm actually between two shows right now that I binge watch. Right now it's Bad Girls Club and The Office. Yes. <laughs> you're like, you're like, all, all your stuff is from like 10 years ago. <laughs> so I like, I love drama shows. I don't like drama, but I like watching it on TV, all like reality TV. And then The Office, I just like to watch it constantly because it just, to me, it's funny. My mom thinks it's very corny, but to me, it's very funny. And it just makes me laugh. It's like good background noise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. What about something that has came out in 2020? 23 <laughs> not 2003 oh man you're really making me think now i feel like all of the shows that i have started watching that were newer i stopped watching i, I think because i got bored maybe like law and order is probably like the i know that came out a long time ago but to me it's just, i don't know i just don't find anything interesting now <laughs> <laughs> law and order forrest gump and home alone yeah just just an oldie here <laughs> Okay, next question. If you were in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, who are three people that you would want on your team? So I actually had this conversation with my coworkers one day. We were bored. So one of my coworkers, her name is Lisa. I think that she would be great because she's a people person. Like she knows how to talk to people. So she has to be on my team. So that way we find new people. She can deal with them. Probably my fiance because he knows how to fish. He's been camping and all that. What are three things on your bucket list? 
skydiving is one of them. I would also say zip lining in Puerto Rico. Every time I see videos of it, I, I, I really want to do that. And third, I honestly just traveling out the country because all of the couple of other things I've had on my bucket list I've done so far. But one was uh, paris parasailing, jet skiing. I've been in the helicopter, so that was one of them. <laughs> just going on a plane in general. It's just something about being in the sky did not uh, sit well with me, but I've gotten over that fear now. Okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just getting a note. We have to go to commercial break. So you guys keep listening and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Candy Radio delivers world-class content with engaging voices and inspirational messages curated by a network of top influencers and experts. Stream 24-7 at myvetcandy.com. And now for your last question, what's the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you? The most embarrassing thing I can think of was at work. This happened some years ago. I don't get embarrassed easily because I'm very clumsy. So I'm just kind of used to that. But it happened at work. I forgot what I, I think I was like reading a microscope or something. And I had a coworker standing beside me and I just heard, oh my God. And I see just brown material flying over my head. And I turn, I look in the mirror and it's anal gland material all in my hair. It was all in my back. It was just everywhere. And everybody was just looking at me. Yeah, everybody was looking at me. And I smelled horrible the entire day. And my manager kept saying, hey, you can go home so you can shower. And I'm like, well, I don't want to miss out on my paycheck. <laughs> so I wanted, that's probably the most embarrassing thing because I, I smelled all day and it was in my hair. And to me, that was the, probably the most embarrassing thing. You shouldn't use that to negotiate for a bigger salary. I could go, but... Yeah, I had to explain to clients why I smelled so horrible. And they understood, but you can tell in their faces they did not. <laughs> so <laughs> that was probably most embarrassing, just trying to explain to the clients why I smelled horrible. So yeah, they probably put a review in, like, this lady just smelled horrible and fire her or something. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you made it. You made it through the 21 questions. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, I know you have your podcast. Uh, Keys, Rough and Rowdy Vet Talk. Okay, I didn't want to screw it up. Keys, Rough and Rowdy Vet Talk. Okay. <laughs> so is it on is it on like every podcast channel? I'm trying. I'm trying. Right now it's on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. Okay. Okay. And it's key, right? Because everyone calls you key, not Kiana. Well, what about Instagram? Are you on Instagram? Is it private or public? It's public. Every time somebody asks me about my Instagram, I'm like, what is it again? Because I have to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Keys underscore. Keys laughs a lot. Okay, great. Well, well, thanks for being on the show. And if you love zombies, we have a new podcast coming out. And it is incredible. I'm going to share it with you in advance. We did a scripted, dramatic, immersive podcast about zombies. And I got it race approved. Yeah, I love zombies. I love zombie stuff. <laughs> so check it out. And then thank you for being on the show. And then for our listeners, I think next week we have 
I think it's Keisha Brown. I think Keisha Brown's on next week. So thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, subscribe, like, and comment. It helps others find the show. So thank you for listening. Bye. It's Vet Candy. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. It's Vet Candy Radio.